Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, we're way good. Good to see you guys. Uh, today we are finishing up a series that we started a few weeks ago called Sundays. And as the name may suggest, we're actually talking about what we do every week here at Church in the Valley. Uh, there's a lot more to this church than just happens on a Sunday. Uh, we have a lot of things that go on during the week, people connecting, learning more about what it means to walk with God. But as a church, Sunday is a key day. And so over the course of this uh, series, we've been trying to kind of unpack the why behind the what that we do uh, in church life. And so if you've missed any, and if you ever miss a message and you'd like to catch up, you can always listen online at churchinthevalley.com. And there's a place where you can click on messages and you can uh, listen, you can download, and you can also find the handout there if you'd like to take notes. So I suggest if you ever want to do that to catch up, feel free. Uh, that's there for just to provide a service for you guys. Uh, over the last few weeks, we've talked about different things, and I just want to catch everyone up uh, on where we've been. And so we've decided like throughout this series to, to really paint this picture of why do we come? Why do we give time each week to meet together at a church? What's, what's the point behind it? And so we hope that it's been a help in just connecting some of the dots as to maybe things that you've done your whole life. If you've grown up in church, some of these things you may have done over and over and over again. Uh, if you're new to church, this may be just something that, that you've just experienced recently, uh, like singing. Like, why does the church do that? And so we hope that it, it's provided kind of a help. So we've talked about three major components so far. Uh, the first week of the series, we talked about tuning our hearts and the place for singing uh, in the worship service. And when we tune our hearts to God, we, we actually can do that by singing praises to him. But the reason we sing praises is not just because man thought it would be a great idea just to get together and sing. It actually reflects really all that God has done for us. So when we sing praises to God, it's this expression of our reliance on him. It's an expression of our gratitude for all that Jesus has done. So that's why we take the time to, to do that together. Uh, the second week of the series, we talked about engaging the word. What's the point of reading the scriptures together on a Sunday? Like what? Why do it? Why take the time to do that? And how can that be helpful? So we talked about the importance of the word of God for guiding our life. And that's what the word of God's for. It's not just historical document. It's not just a factual book. It's actually something that is supposed to guide us. And so when we spend time on a Sunday engaging the word, the hope is that we'll learn more about God's word and then choose to live it out in our life. And so the emphasis here on Sunday is helping people choose uh, to live it out. Last week, we talked about the offering. Why do we take the time to do the offering every week? Why does that come by and what's the purpose of it? And that also signifies a certain reality and aspect of life. And that is everything that we've been given comes from God. He has provided everything for us. And so when we give back to him, we give a portion back to him. It's just this representation of all that he's given us. And so, again, it's out of gratitude that we give back to him. And that kind of signifies, in a way, giving back our lives. And we do that through what we do with our time, but also with our resources as well. And so today we're going to talk about another huge important aspect of what we do on a Sunday here at Church in the Valley, and that is serving. I was thinking about it this morning. In fact, people spend more time serving at Church in the Valley, sometimes before and after, than the actual service itself. 
And if you've ever like had a party, you've ever hosted anyone and you've done something that's quite elaborate. Have you ever noticed how much prep it takes and then the event comes and then it goes and then you're left to clean it up and you're just thinking, wow, it's over. That's sometimes how church can feel. You do a lot of prep. People get up early. They set things up. The service happens and then it's time to tear down again. And we're a portable church here at Church in the Valley. As you can know, this isn't our church building. This is a high school. And this is a cafeteria. And I've actually been here during the school week. And thankfully, we have people that come each week to make this not look as cafeteria-like. Because it'd be really awkward us sitting in benches facing each other this way. Right? Hey, guys, what, what you guys doing? Right? So we have people that come and transform this into a place where we can meet here as adults. And then we have people that transform the classroom so, so kids have place where they can learn more about God too. And all that takes a lot of effort. So serving is something that takes a lot of time. And so I want to spend the rest of the morning talking about why that is. And then if you're not serving at Church in the Valley, to give you just some next steps that you can take if you're interested in serving. And so those are really the, the goals uh, for today. So serving is not something that we talk about a lot. It's not a word that we use a lot, a lot of times outside of church. But serving in church, you may have heard of it before. You may be something you talk about. Yeah, I'm serving or I'm going to serve. Uh, somebody can be described as a servant. But in the culture, somebody being called a servant, like we're not anybody's servant, right? It, it can actually be somewhat degrading. So I just want to kind of define what serving is and then talk a little bit more about it from what the biblical basis of serving. And so the definition of serving is working for acting in subordination to, yielding obedience to, worshiping, also performing duties as serving in the army. And so if you were to highlight what you want to do this week with your life, I don't know about you, but I'm not thinking, I want to work. I want to be subordinate. I want to yield. Right? Those are not usually the things that like, I'm really fired up about on a Monday morning. So when you look at this definition, there's a sense of you defer to something or someone else. And then it uses the military as an example. It's this idea of like you're under orders. And serving to the Christian is like this. We're told to serve not because it's natively something we enjoy to do. It's actually something that can really grind against us. But we serve because we follow Jesus Christ and that's exactly what he did. And so all that to say, to learn more about what it means to follow Jesus, to be a Christian, to live in obedience, can never be separated by this, this act of service, serving other people. And so serving together on a Sunday is a major component of what we do week to week. What I want to do briefly is I want to just highlight the faces of the people who serve her here at Church in the Valley, because oftentimes it's easy to just hear about how serving is important and hear about the people that serve. But I just want to take the time to you to be able to see the people that, that serve here at church. Some of these people you may know, some of these people you may not know. And these people are not like, hey, Alex, I'm serving. Can I be on a video this week? This is actually for most people the last thing that they want to do. I don't know if you've ever had a camera in your face, but tell us about your life. But serving is so important 
that I really want to highlight the people who do the things behind the scenes here at Church in the Valley. So this is about five minutes. It's not quite long enough to get popcorn, but it's going to feel like it. So try to engage and kind of recognize some of the people and hear the different areas that, that they serve. Let's watch that together. Let's start that again. Hi, I'm Carrie, and I serve in Kid Zone in the elementary class. I serve because I like getting to learn the girls' stories and being a part of their growth. Hi, my name is Jonathan Ricker. I am the service team director here at Church in the Valley in Alhambra. And the reason I serve is because it's just a great way to be a part of what God is doing in this area. Hey, my name's Eric. I serve on the worship team. And uh, I serve because, one, I love music, and I also just love um, being able to sing and uh, worship God. It's a lot of fun for me, and I love to be able to uh, help out the community by doing that. I'm Carlene. I serve on the Kids Zone team in the preschool class, and I do it because it's a really cool opportunity to invest in the lives of the kids of the church. Hi, I'm Katie Walker, and I serve on the nursery team. And I chose to serve because I really wanted to uh, a part of the community and really uh, love on the kids at, uh, in our nursery and our guests that we have and we just think it's a great opportunity to serve and be part of the team. Hi, my name is Erin and I serve on the First Impressions team and I really enjoy being a part of the team be people welcome and greet people and communicate that we really care and are glad that you're here today. Hi, my name is Ben Montgomery. I serve with the worship band here. I really appreciate being able to be a part of what God's doing in our community and at the same time learn new things and stretch along the way. My name is Cliff. I'm with the Kid Zone with the elementary school boys, and I really enjoy being part of the lives of the future leaders of this church and relish the opportunity to lead and guide them there. Hi, my name is Hovi. I serve on the sight and sound team and the worship team. I love serving on Sundays because I like being a part of the group coming together to help other people worship God on Sundays. Yeah, hi, my name is Megan. I serve on the First Impressions team and the Nursery team. Um, both are really great. You get to hold babies, which is awesome, or meet new people. Both um, really good. So come help us out. Hi, my name is Richard. I serve on the facility team, and I serve because I really like seeing people come together and uh, accomplish something for the community and for the greater good. So, yeah. My name is Aaron. I um, serve on the facilities team and the uh, worship team, and um, uh, I do it as a way to give back. So, it's good. Hi, I'm Sydney. I serve on the worship team, and I serve in Kids Zone. And I serve because I really like to be a part of the team and just really help out, especially with the kids. I really enjoy um, just helping to support them. Hi, my name is Adam, and I serve on facilities. And I serve because there's a need. Hey, I'm Barry, and I serve on the First Impressions team. And I serve because I know that it honors God. He likes that, and it's fun to work together as a team. Hi, my name is Emily Van Ostrin, and I serve on the hospitality team. And it's really, it's been such a blessing in my life. I've made amazing friendships, um, and I've really been able to see God work in my life and in the lives of the people around me. Hi, my name is Chris. I serve in the Kids Zone, teaching the boys on Sunday mornings. And the thing I get a thrill about is just uh, 
by doing that is, is seeing kids' faces every every Sunday and realizing I'm, I'm making a difference in the next generation. Hi, I'm Vanessa Purcell, and I serve on the nursery team and first impressions. And I guess I wanted to serve just to get more involved and to help out the community Hi, uh, my name is Ian Dale. I serve on the Kid Zone team in the preschool age class. Just really like this team. It's a great fit for me. I get to use a lot of different um, skills and interests that I have, and also know that I'm benefiting the next generation. Even though we may not see the results for 20 years, but we know that we're making an impact here on these kids. They're important to God, so I'm glad to be able to help. Hi, my name is Ezra Yu. I serve on the Sight and Sound team, and I joined because I wanted to help serve my church and provide a clear uh, worship service uh, for everyone. Hi, my name is Jeremy Walker, and I'm a First Impressions team leader. And I serve because I'd love to be able to make the environment more welcoming and inviting for new guests. My name's Eric. I'm on facilities. I serve because we're called to do that. And it's a blessing getting here first, leaving last. And there's no other group of guys I'd rather work with. Hi, my name is James. I'm a member of the Sight and Sound team here at Church in the Valley. And I chose to become part of that team because I felt like we as Christians are called to be servants. That's something that Jesus really uh, lived out while he was here on earth. And I felt like joining uh, that team would be a, an easy and natural way to do that on a weekly basis. As I was just looking at all those faces, um, I kind of got choked up. And then I was like thinking, hopefully I don't get choked up towards the end, but I started to get choked up again. But the reason that that's important to, to show you is... Um, that is a direct example of of why we exist as a church. It's actually to serve uh, not just each other, but to serve the kingdom of God. And all those people there, I don't know if you noticed, but they actually seem like happy people. And some of them you know, and some of them, it's you. And I would say you're like pretty happy people. And you're not weird, for the most part. But that's something to be said. A group of normal people, adults who are not coerced into doing something that they do each week and it costs them. And to me, there's no other picture of what Christianity is all about than a freedom and a willingness to lay down your life for somebody else. And we don't do that because we want to be special people. We do that because that was modeled for us by Jesus himself. I've been thinking about the Olympics a lot. Any Olympic fans here? Right? Don't you hate that West Coast delay? Don't check, don't check your phones, Facebook. It's like, why even watch? If you already know, why even watch? But if you've been able to stay up till midnight the last week, you've been able to kind of catch up on things. And I, I love the Olympics. I love learning about countries, like the opening ceremonies. Like, that's a country. I didn't know that. That's part of what happens. Um, but I also love the, the medal ceremonies when people win and you have the national anthem, you have the flags, you have this just patriotism from just all the countries that qualify for the Olympics. And you can recognize the countries by their flag. You recognize the country by their anthem. And I was thinking about Christianity, like what, what kind of becomes what we characterize? What, what is the thing that we're recognized for and what the symbol of Christianity is? There actually is a Christian flag, but what's the most prominent symbol on the Christian flag and what's the most prominent symbol in Christianity is actually the cross of Jesus Christ. If you never thought about that, sometimes the cross can be just this symbol that we forget what it means. 
But if you think of the ultimate sacrifice and the ultimate picture, the cross is it. And that represents this idea of, of serving. It's deeper than that because that's really how we are made to be out have a relationship with God is because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. He laid his life down for us. And so as you saw that video, we have a lot of teams that uh, come together each week. And what we don't want it to be about at Church in the Valley is Church in the Valley itself. Uh, we don't want it to be about a specific team. We don't want it to be about a specific person, specific leader, a specific pastor. We want it to be actually about Jesus Christ. Uh, he is the reason that, that we exist. And it's his name that we want to move forward. And we want people to learn more about him. And for that to happen, it comes at a sacrifice of the people that follow him. And that's why serving is so important. And so I'm going to talk, or a little bit later, we're going to talk about the team specifically. But I want to talk a little bit more about the kingdom of God and how serving uh, is so important. And I want to kind of go back to Jesus' life and some statements that he made. Because again, this idea of serving is not something that we natively came up with as humans. Uh, We didn't decide that this would be great to put others in front of us. Uh, We didn't decide to just extend ourselves just to be kind. It's actually something that we were told to do. We were made to do, but we have to fight to do it. It goes against actually the natural tendency to be selfish. And that's what we all are. We're, We're just naturally sinful people. And that happened because the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, they sinned and sin entered the world and it changed kind of God's purpose for us. But at the same time, it began this process of God redeeming us back. And it came through his son, Jesus Christ, who actually laid his life down. And so Jesus, when he was here on earth, he was trying to give just this statement and continued story so people would understand what it meant to be a part of his kingdom. And just like in the Olympics, as you have people that kind of bear their flag and you, it's all about power and strength and overcoming adversity. And you kind of learn about the spirit of the Olympics as you watch it. Jesus came so people would understand the spirit of the kingdom of God. Like, what is it all about? And what was very interesting is that people hoped that there would be a Messiah that would come, that would come in power and prestige and would take the people of Israel, God's chosen people, who would take them from kind of their they're no man's land. They're kind of just simple lives into to extreme power as well. And that they would kind of be at this place of dignity and be of this place of worth. And the, they had this hopes in a Messiah to do that. And so Jesus, he was the Messiah, but he kept on painting a different picture of how he would come. And he had a group of people of 12 men that followed him. They were closest disciples. You may have heard of them before. And they did life with him all the time. They went where he went. They listened as he talked. They asked questions. They didn't understand a lot. But towards the end of his ministry, they were trying to figure out, okay, when this kingdom is wrapped up, like since we've been your disciples, since we've been with you and around you and listening to you, since we're kind of like close, can we be like important in the kingdom of God? Like, can we be a position of power and influence? Like in your kingdom, like as you're sitting in your seat, like, can we sit? And so they're arguing amongst themselves about how powerful or influential they would be in the kingdom of God. And I can relate to that. There's something about when we're thinking of our life, we're thinking of our success, we're thinking of blessing, we're usually trying to think, how, how much can I do with my life? And actually accomplishing things and having powers is not bad in itself. 
But what Jesus did, he, he kind of just challenged them and challenged them and challenged them. You have to make your life count for the right things. And so as they're arguing and everyone's getting mad at each other because they all wanted to be kind of in this important place. They wanted to have the most influence. They had sacrificed. They had left their their jobs, their their families and some of them. And, and they wanted a place of influence. And Jesus kind of sets the record straight and he actually describes that it's not power and prestige that's the most important. He actually describes it as servant. Being a servant is the greatest title in the kingdom of God. It's the greatest title. And this is what he says in Mark 10 in response to them wanting power and prestige. Again, these are his closest followers. And he says this. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, you know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And their great ones exercise authority over them. He's saying most people in power and authority, they do so for their own gain. They want to use their influence to promote themselves. But Jesus flips the script. He says, but it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. If you want... Greatness and you want influence and you want leadership, Jesus is saying it doesn't come from getting people to just do what you want them to do. It doesn't come from powering up over people. It doesn't come from demanding things from people. It actually comes from laying your life down for others. And he's describing some blessings because if you're the greatest and the first, then that means that there's blessing that comes from serving. But if you're like me, I'm thinking, how can blessing come from something where you're sacrificing yourself? Because oftentimes to get ahead means you actually need to run ahead. And you need to work ahead. And you need to do everything you can to get in front. Because if you're in the back, just like a race in the Olympics, you're not going to win. What Jesus is saying is this, your whole view of winning is backwards. If you actually want to win and be successful and be blessed in the kingdom of God, you're not going to rush to the front. You're actually going to allow others to be in front of you. Now, could you imagine how different the Olympics would be if that was the case? Right? It's like we don't even make sense. Like that doesn't even make sense. Like the last person, go slower. You're going too fast because it's all about winning. It's all about fast. It's all about strength. It's all about power. And so Jesus is saying this. This doesn't make sense to you because everything in you and every example you see and every experience you have, the way to success is power. And Jesus is saying the way to success, real success is to serve. In fact, it's to be a slave to all. That's why the church serves. That's why we serve each other. Because of this statement that Jesus made. It's the greatest thing that we can do. So I was thinking just what, what are some blessings that come? If, if this is true, what are, what are some blessings? And there's actually quite a few blessings that come from serving, which you heard from the people that shared. Uh, there's a blessing and a sacrifice. And I, I want to talk briefly about that. Uh, some blessings that, that I thought of. Um, when you serve with people, 
you, you actually can develop deeper relationships. Uh, when you serve on a team and, and you're not isolated and you're not alone, you actually can build relationships. And that can become something that can be so helpful for life. As you get to know somebody and they get to know you, it can pull us out of our own world, our own goals, our own focus. And we can actually build relationships that can be a blessing to us and we can bless others. And that's actually one of the second benefits. When you serve, you actually bless somebody else. As we're talking about the scriptures, God says that it's actually better to give than to receive. So there's a sense of when you give and you sacrifice and you serve, you're actually blessed than the person that does it. There's a thing that God's he sees. He's going to take care of you. And I was thinking about this at Church in the Valley. How many people serve? That's a blessing. If you had lemonade today. That was a blessing that came from somebody who set that up. If you're tired and you had coffee, can I get an amen? Right. That can be a blessing. Having your kids in kids zone. Can I get a double amen? Right. It actually be a lot harder to worship all together if everyone's kid was in here. My sermons would be a lot shorter, so that could be a blessing. But that's such a such a service from people that we can worship together free from distraction. That's a blessing. And related to kids, our kids learning about God. From somebody else than just us, that's a huge blessing. So when you serve, you bless people in ways that you have no idea. The other part of serving that's a blessing, which is part of what Jesus is talking about, is that you get to experience a mission greater than yourself. Because when you serve for the kingdom of God, you're pushing his kingdom forward. And his mission is greater than our own life mission, however great it is. We could have the greatest goals. We could have the greatest ambitions. We could have the greatest career. We could have the biggest bank account. We could have the best relationships. But if it's outside of God's mission to make his name known among the earth and to help other people come to know him, it's actually very, very, very small. And so serving taps us into this greater mission that God has given us. Now, this can sound like an infomercial where somebody's telling you all the ways in which it's awesome. But you're thinking, wait a second, serving in my mind, I've never thought is awesome. Serving actually comes with a sacrifice, and that, that's true. Because if it's not sacrifice, it's actually not really serving. And Jesus actually, further on in what he said to the disciples, explained why this is such a struggle. So if this blessing is real, this question is an important one. Why is serving others such a struggle? Now, I could have done a video that's, What are the thoughts that you have to fight as you serve other people? And that could have been full of examples as well, because we have to fight. When your alarm goes off and you're waking up early to help somebody else, you have to fight. When you have to stay late to clean up, you have to fight. When you miss out on a service and you're helping out in another area, you have have to fight. So it is a struggle. And Jesus explains why, but he uses the example of his own life. And this is in Mark 10, 45. And he goes on. He says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. 
The reason serving is so hard is that it actually represents the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. So as we're talking about the kingdom of God, Jesus came as the bearer of this kingdom. God sent him to save the world, but he did not come as we would think this kingdom and it's all prestige and power. He came and he was born in a stable in Bethlehem. That was the first picture of the kind of kingdom he represented. It was ordinary. It was plain. And then throughout the scriptures and throughout his life, he hung out with sinners. He hung out with sick people. He healed people. He went when people were burdened. He, he was with them in the midst of their problems. In fact, even his disciples, as he is explaining being last and choosing to serve, he washed their feet. And in those days, you walked around with sandals and it was dirt. And I couldn't imagine I'm not a feet person at all. But he washed their feet as a symbol of this is what serving is. It's actually bending your knee and doing the things that Jesus wants you to do. That's giving up your life as a ransom. And that's what Jesus did. If there's anyone who could have come to this earth and demanded something, it was Jesus. He could have demanded us to worship him and it could have happened just like that. And we would have all bent our knee. He has the power to do that. He's God. But instead, he actually did the exact opposite. He gave up his life for us. So serving is such a big deal because, again, it represents the cross, the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for us so we could know him and we could be a part of expanding his kingdom throughout the earth. And so this is just a beautiful picture of how different it is when you decide to follow Jesus. It goes against really the norm of our experience, and that is to get ahead, you actually deny yourself. And that's what Jesus did. And he spoke very plainly to have success, to have success in my kingdom. You have to bow your knee to serve. And it's upside down. It doesn't make sense. But as you get to know Jesus more and as you read the word of God and as you see his life, you see that this this is true. He gave his life as a ransom for many. There's key perspective here, because if there's this sacrifice and you're giving up things, then the question is, if I serve, what's going to happen to me and my time and my resources? If I'm giving, how am I ever going to get them back? And again and again in scripture, you find that God comes through as we obey him. I found that in my own life. I know for some of you who have taken a step to serve, taken a step to extend yourself, taken a step to to kind of put your life on the line for what God wants you to do, he takes care of you. And so the key perspective behind this type of living is that as you sacrifice through serving, God will ultimately take care of you. That's a promise. As you sacrifice your life for God and his kingdom, he will take care of you. That's a promise. You find that in Hebrews 6.10. It says this, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. That idea of he's not unjust, he sees. Not only does he see, 
But if you're obeying him, he will bless you for that. He's not playing games. There's no bait and switch. He's not weak. He's not short-sighted. He's not absent. He's just. He sees. And he will act according to what he said. So he's faithful. And this idea, if he will not forget your work, look at the connection and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. So there's a sense of when you serve the church and when you serve other people, you're actually loving God himself. As the love you've shown him, as you have helped his people and continue to help them. And as those people share, that's the reason they share. And the reason they serve is because of the difference that God has made in their life. Again, everything we do on Sunday is this outpouring of what God has done for us. We sing out of what God has done for us. We read the word and learn about what God has done for us. And then we live it out and we see God come through for us. We give back based on what he's given to us. And we serve based on the fact that Jesus Christ himself, the king of all kings, came and gave up his life for us. And so really that the stage has been set that God will take care of us. And so I want to kind of wrap up by doing something a little bit different. And I'm actually going to finish my sermon and have somebody else finish it today. And since we're talking about serving, we're just going to have volunteer. No, just kidding. <laughs> if you'd like, no. Um, John Rickert is the Sunday service team director here at Church in the Valley. And I want to invite John up. And he's going to talk about ways that, that you can serve. Because as a church, one thing we're always thinking is, how can we help people get involved? How can we help people build relationships? How can we help people give back if they want to give back? If you're new to Church in the Valley, there is no pressure on you to serve. We want you to take some time to get to know people. We want you to take some time to get to know us as a church. And so you're not going to be stopped on the way out and said, hey, what are you going to do? Right. There's no pressure here. But if you've been around Church in the Valley for a while, we encourage you to take a step to serve, because if this is true. Then there's blessing and there's a certain aspect of faith that you're you're not going to get unless you step out to serve. Because this is what the word of God says. And so John is going to close out the service. He's going to talk about uh, some serving opportunities that we have at Church in the Valley. And then he's going to finish out with some next steps that, that you can take. So, John, take it away. Thanks, Alex. Good morning, everyone. So Alex said, um, I'm the Sunday service team director, and he asked me to share a little bit about some of the opportunities to serve and as well as um, how has serving impacted my life. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and start out with that. And actually, you know, watching the video this morning and listening to Alex talk about serving, in some ways it's going to be a little bit of a rehashing, but just to give you an understanding of kind of how I've seen these blessings come through, um, I started serving here at Church in the Valley in 2003, a part of the Teardown team, and was a part of that for a number of years. Uh, when we planted our campus here in Alhambra, I started leading the Sight and Sound team, and then about a year ago began overseeing the teams as a whole. And throughout each of those roles, I've actually seen a lot of blessing um, come into my life um, through being a part of it. So there's a couple things I just wanted to to list. One is just a real opportunity to connect more with the church as a whole and to build relationships. 
Um, it's really given me the opportunity to work with people they didn't otherwise know. Um, this is especially true when I was a student at USC. It helped me to get to know people in the church who weren't other students and to make me a part of the church, the greater church. Um, another thing it's done for me, it's given me the opportunity to be a part of a team that's really striving towards accomplishing a mission for others. Um, you know, many times in life, just the way things work out, we're not really a part of a team that's really looking to others good. And so this was just a real opportunity as I've served on these different teams to really kind of go beyond myself and go towards that, um, go towards other people, which that segues into another thing, which is that it has really grown my character quite a lot over the last years and continues to. Um, as Alex said, you know, we don't always get up in the morning and go, yeah, I'm so excited to be at church really early and start moving stuff around. Um, and what serving does is it really forces me to look past myself, um, which I'm a very selfish person. So serving has really challenged me in a lot of ways in that. You know, I really have to look past myself and look towards that mission that we're going towards and also look towards the, the team, the relationships that I have um, and how are we going to accomplish this mission together. Um, finally, you know, probably one of the biggest ways that serving has impacted me, it's actually given me the opportunity to be a part of what God is doing through this church in the lives of people. Um, so each week um, on the various teams, you know, as we as we set up, you know, run and tear down the Sunday services, um, it's actually given me the opportunity um, to help create an atmosphere in which people can actually connect one with another and also create an opportunity in which people can connect with God. And as people are choosing to give their lives to Jesus Christ and choosing to um, follow him, you know, their lives are changed for eternity. And because I was a part in creating the atmosphere in which that's occurring, I actually have a small part in that change in their lives. And that's just, for me, that's such an exciting thing that I get to be a part of people's lives being changed for the better for the rest of time. Um, well, so I'm going to go ahead and switch over to, you know, what are some ways, if you're interested in serving here at Church in the Valley, what are some ways that you can go ahead and jump in? If you look inside your program, we have this flyer here called Join the Team. Um, and inside it, if you could go ahead and pull that out, I'm going to actually point out um, specifically three teams inside of that. But there's a lot of different opportunities in which you can serve the three teams that I'm going to point your attention to, first of all, is the hospitality team. What the hospitality team does here at Church in the Valley is they really help create the atmosphere that makes this school a little bit nicer for us to meet in. So they, they set up a lot of the decor that's around the tables, and they also take care of our, you know, very important coffee cafe area outside. Um, and the, so the hospitality team really just makes this a nicer atmosphere. Another team is the sight and sound team. The sight and sound team, they run all of the sound and visual equipment here in the cafeteria and just make it so that, you know, we can more easily communicate to you because otherwise I just have to be shouting over the AC so that you guys could hear me. Um, and then so uh, with the sight and sound team, if you guys are interested in technology, that's actually a great place to serve. Um, finally, uh, we're actually starting a brand new team. Um, as Alex mentioned, this is a cafeteria, which is why the back of your chair all says CAF on it. 
Um, and each week, we, after service, set up tables and chairs that the students use and eat at during the week. So the new team that we're creating is actually a table team, and they're going to be taking on the role of setting up the cafeteria, the tables and chairs, each week after service. Um, so if you're not serving on another team, this is actually a great way to jump in and help out. Um, if you look inside that flyer on the inside flap, it lists all of the teams that we have available there, um, some that I didn't talk about. These are just some in which you can join in. As you'll notice, um, we often ask people to sign up to serve every other month for four, eight, 12 months. Um, but if you, you know, if you just want to try serving out or you, you're kind of limited on time, um, signing up to help with hospitality teardown or to help with that table team, that's a great way to hop in. Um, and you can sign up to serve just once a month, twice a month, or even if you just want to try it out once and see what it's all about, see what it's like, you are more than welcome to do that. If you have any questions, you can go ahead and just feel free to talk to me after service and I'll get you any information that you're interested in. Now, if you are interested in serving, you can go ahead and just fill out that flyer. And then when we are offering comes around later, you can go ahead and just drop that in. Well, I'm going to be closing us out this morning. So I'm going to go ahead and invite the band to come back up. Um, as we did talk about a couple weeks ago, you know, we want to be not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word as well. Um, so something that we have here at CIV is Next Steps. And that really just provides us an opportunity to try to apply some of the things that we're learning. So inside your program, um, on your connection card, go ahead and start filling anything out that's uh, missing on that. And on there, you're going to see some of our suggested next steps. Um, one is that you can check out the current service opportunities and sign up to serve. So those were what we were just talking about. Again, you can go ahead and just put that flyer in the offering if you're interested in trying out one of the teams. Another thing you can do is express appreciation to someone who does serve. As you're leaving today, you're probably going to see some people tearing things down, putting things away. You can just give them a thank you for all that they do. Um, and finally, you can ask God for humility before arriving to serve on Sundays. You know, some days can be long and difficult, and the attitude of humility is an attitude of deference and putting other people first. Um, and as Alex was speaking about, that's what we're doing when we're serving. Um, so as you come, if you're on a team, as you come to serve, just ask God to help you to have the right attitude as we move forward. Well, thank you guys very much. I'm going to go ahead and pray as we continue serving or worshiping this morning. God, we just thank you that you give us the opportunity to be a part of what you're doing on this earth, that you give us an opportunity to be a part of your kingdom and to reach this world um, and bless others, God. Um, it's more than we would have expected, and um, it's more than we normally think of, God, but we just are so blessed by it in our lives. I pray that you would just change our hearts through your word and draw us ever closer to you. We pray this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.